Well, welcome back to Footy on the Downs, the weekly show. Round six. Righto, guys, before we crack on with the next episode of Footy on the Downs, the weekly show, I must ask that everyone gives the page a like, gives this post a like, love the video, that's what it's all about, that's what we need to do. Just keep sharing it around. Let's get the word out. We love footy. We're grateful that we can be playing football this season. And I love bringing you the news, guys. So, like and share. Well, there we go. Just like that, we are halfway through the year. Halfway through the 2020 season. How exciting. I mean, we all love being around a football club. We love being back. We love kicking goals. We love getting best on ground. We love our team winning. How exciting. Is the season going as everybody thought? Are teams up on top of the ladder where everybody thought that they would be? Is there teams that are down near the bottom where people thought that they might not be? Look, it's getting really, really interesting. And you know what? I'm loving it. I follow all the scores. I follow all the goal kickers, the best on grounds. I see what people are doing here and there and everywhere. And you know, the men's, the women's. And I can say, Look, there's, there's different names week to week. There's different people performing. There's different teams winning. Uh, you know, in the seniors, the last probably month or so, there's been Gundy, South Burnett, and uh, South Toowoomba all on top of the ladder. It just keeps chopping and changing. How exciting is that? Even in the women's, I think we had South Toowoomba on, up on top of the ladder, but the last couple of weeks, Tigers are really starting to show why they're the premiership favourites. They're back up on top of the ladder and probably a game clear now. Uh, Look, there was games this weekend out at Gundy where they had the men's and the women's. There was games at Rockville. There was men and women's games there and game out at Dolby. Uh, And let me just say, before we get into the um, last week's results, that Dolby got their first win of 2020. And it's probably their first win since, what, 2018, really, isn't it? So how exciting for Dolby, and congratulations to them. So in saying that, let's get into last week's results. So the first game of round five was both Gundawindi, the Hawks, and South Burnett Saints coming off a bye in round four. Look, uh, we all know it's a tough trip to go out to Gundawindi, let alone coming all the way from King Arroy. So both the men and the women went out there, but at the moment we'll get into the men's. Uh, You know, everyone probably predicted Gundy to win this game, and by rights, look, they hadn't. Look, I'll go right through the scores here, but... You know, in the first quarter, Gundy come out, you know, it was 33 to 3 at quarter time. Uh, Gundy half time, it was 64 to 4, 10 goals 4 to 4 points. Three quarter time, it was 14 6 90 to 5 points. Um, and by the end of the game, it was 17 11, 113 to 6 points. Gundy's gone and put on 28 scoring shots, 113 to six points. So that's an absolute drubbing there by uh, by Gundy. They are on absolute fire, back up on top of the ladder, undefeated. It's a scary sight for the rest of the competition, isn't it, really? Let's be honest. Uh, you know, you can sort of say about, your, your, you know, the South Toowoombas and Coolaroos and, 
And um, I mean, even like South Burnett sitting fourth on the ladder with two wins there. But I mean, when you're fourth on the ladder and you're getting done by, you know, over a hundred points, it's a bit of an ominous sign, isn't it? Really, for the rest of the competition. I know. Our boys, Coolaroo, we, you know, we had a bit of a tough fight against them. They got the job done, Gundy. Um, South Toowoomba played Gundy. So Gundy at the moment have beaten second, third, and fourth on the ladder. So who is going to stop Gundy? This is really, really tough. I don't know who's going to knock them off. It's, it's, you know, it's a short season, and Gundy four and zero after round five and. Top of the ladder, and, and yeah, I, I'm lost for words with Gundy. They just keep continuing to improve week in, week out, and you know they've only got more quality players this year than what they had last year as well. And I mean that's my opinion. The boys out there might say different, but uh, so the goal kickers, obviously none for um, South Burnett, but the goal kickers for Gundy Windy was O'Toole kicked four, Jardine kicked three, uh, Croft kicked three. Dern and kick two, and the rest were all individual single goal kickers. Uh, best on ground for Gundy was Doolan, Croft, and Foley. So they're your first three best ons. And for South Burnett was Everett, Cox, and Zaccardi were your first three best ons there. So uh, does that reflect South Burnett's performance of only kicking six points, travelling out to Gundy. Look, I probably would have expected them to put up a bit more of a fight than that. Um, having a look at the team sheet, yes, they had a full team. So, you know, I'd like to know. I mean, we don't make excuses in football, do we? We try not to, but although there's excuses everywhere, don't get me wrong. But, um, yeah, I'd like to know what sort of went wrong there. So drop it in the comments if you're from in from Saints and sort of you know let the people know sort of what what went wrong there on the day on Saturday. Or Gundy are just that dominant, aren't they? Really. So yeah, that was uh, Gundy versus Saints. So the next game we'll have a look at uh, was Swans versus the Redbacks out there at Dolby Swans Oval. Dolby back home after a bit of a heavy loss against Coolaroo the week before. Warwick coming off, a, I think it was about a 104-point loss against South Toowoomba. So, you know, they were needing to get back up and about and get a win on the board there and sort of show the competition that they, you know, they were third on the ladder last year. They played in the prelim. Uh, so they sort of needed to show the comp that they weren't done with just yet. They come out at quarter time, it was both teams, 2-1-13, half time. 4-1 to Dolby to Warwick's 6-3-39. So, you know, Warwick come out in the, in the second quarter, put on four goals to Dolby's two. By three-quarter time, it was eight, well, 6-3-39 Dolby to Warwick's 8-3-51. So, two goals. They're up by two goals, Warwick, going into the last quarter. Away from home, you know, they probably would have been feeling really good about that. But this is where it got really interesting. Dolby come out in the last quarter, put on five goals, three. Eight scoring shots to Warwick's one goal. Dolby get their first win in 2020. So well done to the boys out there. Congratulations. That's a come from behind win in the last quarter. That's a gutsy win. Um, you know, there's no other way to say it, but that's really gutsy and 
determination to, to just win, especially in the last quarter at home, do it for their fans, you know, the loyal people who get there week in, week out, and all the volunteers, and they would have had a cracking night Saturday night, I would have loved to have been around that, although I'll get to our game in a minute. <laughs> um, but the goal kickers for Dolby was Taylor kicked three, Holcomb kicked two, that's the multiple goal scorers for Warwick, um, Dongs kicked six, Pitt kicked three. So two goal kickers for their nine goals. Six goals, well done, Dongs. That's a that's a really good day out, isn't it, mate? Um, Dolby's best on, Riley, second best on in a row. One against Coolaroo, now one against Warwick. I know he's a rugby league boy too, so he's um, thriving in the AFL. He's loving it. Uh, Motch uh, and Peltz were the second and third best on. For Warwick, uh, Pitt, Lloyd and Pollich were the three best ons for, um, for Warwick, obviously. And yeah, well done to Dolby. Warwick, what is, what's going on out there, um, boys? Uh, is it numbers? Is it travelling? Um, you know, I know I, I can see team sheets and, and names that are missing. And, you know, if I look here, they were probably, what, four players short. So they had 18 to um, Dolby's 22. So I'm not sure how that played out in the day. Obviously, they, they must have ran out of legs. They had to have. They were up by two goals at three-quarter time. And with 18 people, no bench. Um, Dolby just ran over the top of them in the last quarter and, and ran the game out. So um, I'm sure Warwick get back home and, and get some more players on the park. Look, and I've said this from the very beginning that it's a top six final series. Um, you know, one or two wins would probably get you in the finals. Warwick you got the one win. Dolby you got the one win now. Dolby have moved up on the ladder actually. I think they're sitting about fifth now. So. Uh, that's really good for them. Warwick, uh, six on the ladder. So they're in that final spot. You know, you don't write any of these teams off because uh, there's no double chances in finals this year. So we'll just see come September. But that was Dolby versus Warwick. So the last game of the round was Toowoomba Tigers versus Coolaroo. This was match of the round. And boy, oh boy, did it live up to it. What a game this was. A lot of people would have thought that Coolaroo would have done Toowoomba easily, probably. And and that, um, you know, from the past, I don't think Coolaroo's lost to Toowoomba for the last few years, actually. So that was probably warranted to a certain extent. But when you have a look at the team that Toowoomba put on the um, team sheet here and, and on the park on Saturday, it really did uh, make for a really good game. And, yeah, like I said, it did live up to it. Obviously, I can give a bit more insight because I did play in this game. Get there on the day. It's Toowoomba Tigers Old Boys Day, Past Players Day. They had marquees everywhere. They had their big flash new scoreboard. They had the speakers going. They had every time Toowoomba kicked the goal in the juniors and the women's leading up, and even during the men's, they had this big roar from the Tiger, and it was loud, and, and it was intimidating, and it really was their day it was Toowoomba Tigers day and you just got that feel even when you when you showed up to the ground ready for your game and during the warm-ups and and whatnot so you know we we were not intimidated but you know we we had that sort of sense that hang on a second this isn't Toowoomba of old um from the last few years where we've beaten them by 60 points or five goals or 
had easy wins. Let's just say it straight. It, it just didn't have that feel about it. Something was going on and, you know, weren't worried. But, look, come out at quarter time, Tigers kicked... I think they kicked the first two goals of the game. And the crowd was just up and about. And it was like, whoa, hang on a second, here we go. Um, by, so by quarter time, it was 3-1-19 to Coolaroo's 2-2-14. Second quarter... Tigers, geez, didn't they turn it on? Eight goals, 4.52 to three goals, 5.23. 29 points up at half time. The second quarter, they went and put on five goals. And they were just on top. They were um, harder at the ball, uh, cleaner around stoppages. Uh, just seems like they wanted it more. They were running on the wings harder than us. Um, I'm not going to take you too deep into... Um, Darren Copland, our coach's halftime speech, because <laughs> that'd be silly by me, but I can tell you that, like a good coach would do, he said a few things that really sort of stuck with us, and, and it goes to show, after halftime, third quarter, Coolaroo come out and put on uh, six goals, six goals, three, so it was 9-8-62 Coolaroo to Toowoomba's 9-9-63. So Tigers got the one goal there. But they did kick one goal five, so a bit inaccurate. And that sort of shot them in the foot a little bit. Um, third quarter, bit of an incident that went on. Um, Coolaroo captain called for 19 men, actually 20 men on the field. So we asked for a head count. By the time that it all sort of happened and, you know, i I'm not going to go into umpiring and all that sort of stuff. That's not a great look for the competition, and it's not great for me either. But um, the ruling was by the time we called for it, uh, they're off the field, um, and rules are rules, so we'll live with that. It was quite bizarre. I think it was about three minutes left in the third quarter. Um, we were down by two points or so. We had momentum. I mean, look, in hindsight, probably wouldn't have called for that head count with the momentum that we had, and, you know, so that wasted a good, as you know, in um, DD football, there's no uh, time on, so that sort of wasted a good probably two and a half minutes, killed our momentum, uh, so yeah, we're down by one point. So yeah, in the end, there was a, they deemed that there was 18, 18, 18 versus 18 on the field, but it was quite bizarre, all lined up in the middle of the ground, the umpire's done the head count. Um, I actually thought that the rules were, um, from previous sightings of this rule, that uh, the score goes back to zero for the team that had 19 on the field, uh, which would have sucked, because it would have made uh, this game actually ended up being probably game of the year, up till now anyway. Uh, but. Then I'm hearing other rules that uh, you get a 50 metre penalty and, and whatnot, so yeah. But anyway, it didn't eventuate, and bit of a blot on that quarter. Last quarter, uh, so the end score was um, Toowoomba Tigers 11-12-78 to Coolaroos 11-13-79. What a game, one point win to Coolaroo. I can say that it was the hardest game I've played all year, physical-wise, uh, running-wise. It, it was full-on, like, uh, I woke up Sunday, I had bloody knocks on my calves, sore shoulders, I think a few of our boys, you know, just brutal, hard, physical game, and it was, you know, it was a great game. Uh, credit to Toowoomba Tigers, they put up 
you know, a really good fight. And you know what? Everyone at halftime probably thought that Toowoomba were going to run away with the game. But And then this is where the credit comes back to our boys at Coolaroo. Never say die. Come back from 29 points at halftime and, and win the game by one point. Um, I can add that in that last quarter, Coolaroo were up by about a goal and a half. And so Tigers went bang, bang, started winning out of the middle out of nowhere. When the backs were against the wall, everyone thought that they were probably just going to lay down and die. They just went, oh, hang on a second. And they got out of the middle, goal, I think a couple points, couple, and brought it, the scores right back to near even. And with about 20 seconds to go, good old Mickey D, who put the boots on, who's usually coached every week for the old boys' day, he put the boots on. He had a shot from the pocket about 35, 40 out right on the boundary, and I think it fell about a metre short in the goals there. That would have won him the game. Um, and so, bad luck to Mickey. That was a great effort, but, mate, um, he actually did play well too. So, Toowoomba's uh, goal kickers. Kelly kicked four, Price kicked two for Coolaroo. Copland kicked another bag, four goals. Greeny kicked three goals. Greeny's three goals actually were all in the third quarter when we needed someone to step up, so... Goes to show that Greeny's starting to fire up. Um, best on for Toowoomba was um, Jaden Smith, Haddad, and Kelly. Um, for Coolaroo was Ballot, Green, and Clayton. That's um, two best on grounds in a row now for Corey Ballot there. Uh, so definitely, I called it match of the round, and boy oh boy, did it live up to it. 79 to 78, Coolaroo's way. Um, so yeah, that was Coolaroo versus Tigers. Let's have a look at the ladder after round five. So South Toowoomba had the bye in round five. And that did bring back every team has played four games now out of the five rounds. So everyone's even now. The ladder, is, I'm going to start from bottom here. Toowoomba Tigers, uh, you know, zero wins. They're the only team without a win at the moment, and geez, are unlucky not to be on the uh, winners list this week. So they're sitting on the bottom with a percentage of 72%. Warwick, six. Um, one win, three losses, percentage of 49. Oh, that's the worst percentage in the comp at the moment. Uh, Dolby, they've jumped from bottom, oh well sorry, yeah pretty much bottom to, to fifth. Um, one win, three losses, percentage of 54. Uh, South Burnett, you know, they're two and two, percentage of 70. Uh, Coolaroo, three and one, lucky to be three and one, and a percentage of 145, so that's not a bad percentage. Uh, took a bit of a hit after the Tigers game, actually. South Toowoomba obviously had the bye. They were sitting on top of the ladder. They've dropped back down to second now with Gundy getting the win. South Toowoomba, 3-1, percentage of 208. So that's really healthy to hold that second spot at the moment. And top of the ladder, not really unexpected, very expected to be honest, is uh, the Hawks. Their four wins, zero losses, percentage of 236. Who the hell is going to knock Gundy off top of the ladder in 2020? I don't know. They'd have to have a really sort of unexpected um, loss, wouldn't they, really? And and the Bombers or the Roos, 
you know, get a couple good wins there and get above them, but I, I really don't see it happening, guys. Um, I know that I don't think South Toowoomba played Gundy again this year, so it'll be hard. Coolaroo, we've got them in the last round. It's about the only way that if the Roo boys don't lose a game for the rest of the year, but mind you, they've still got to play South Burnett, um, South Toowoomba, Warwick and Gundy, so this is going to be hard. I, I don't see Gundy losing another game, possibly. Um, so Gundy, yeah, I'd, I'd pick them to stay on top of the ladder pretty much for the rest of the year, unless something unbelievable happens, to be honest. So that's the ladder after round five. So let's have a look at footy on the downs, best on. So as you're probably aware by now, Footy on the Downs best on is best on is three votes, second best on two votes, third best on one vote. Just a little hobby of mine, something I'm keeping track of throughout the year. Uh, look, um, you know, going off um, like all my stats here uh, and all the records that I'm keeping, there's only a couple guys, um, probably about the top six or seven that are consistently in the best that are racking up the votes. Um, that's not to say that blokes aren't getting in the, say, fourth, fifth, sixth sort of, you know, best ons, but I'm keeping track of first, second, third. And um, this week we have uh, three blokes on six votes and one bloke on eight votes. Um, so coming in, well, I guess at fourth is Corey Ballot from uh, Coolaroo. He's just got another best on, so he's had two weeks in a row Best on ground, three votes. Um, Doolan um, from Gundawindi, he's got another three votes last weekend. Uh, so he has, um, he's got two best ons now. I think his first one might have been in round one or two or something like that. But so he's got two. He's moved to six votes with um, Corey Ballot and Nolsey had the buy last weekend, so he's uh, stuck there on six votes. He, yeah, he's on six. He's had two best ons as well. But still in the lead, uh, even though he was in the best, I think about fourth or fifth best on for Warwick on the weekend against Dolby. But he's still in the lead with eight votes. So a couple best on and a second best on um, Ty Clarkson there for Warwick. Um, these blokes are consistent. What else can I say? That's, that's what it's about, getting in the top three of the best on ground every every week, um, although there has been a very sort of different number of, of guys that are getting in the top three week in, week out, but these guys here um, hold the lead for the first um, four blokes anyway. There's a bit of a you know jam up there of guys on five votes, four votes, but so I'll just roll with the four this week. So that would be Clarkson, Nolsey, Doolan and Ballot. So let's have a look at the goal kickers after round five. Coming in at fifth on the leading goal kickers list here is Angus Croft from the Gundawindi Hawks. He's kicked three bags of three out of four games. So he's sitting on nine goals. Um, that's a fair, you know, very consistent there from Crofty. Um, fourth, Jeff Newman. I think he's dropped down one spot, but he had the bye on the weekend. Still sitting on ten. David O'Toole. What a very familiar name in the leading goal kicker in our competition here on the Darling Downs. He, I think he kicked four goals on the weekend. He's sitting on 10 goals in third spot. 
Um, Sam Copland kicked another four goals, so he's gone from 11 up to 15. Uh, he's sitting second, and like I predicted last week, that no one would catch Robbie on 23 goals, even though they had the bye. Uh, he'll be um, primed for another big bag this weekend. I would, If he doesn't kick four or five like his average is, I'd be very surprised there, Robbie. So, and um, Nathan would be wanting him to kick another bag as well. So that is the leading goal kicking after round five. Righto, here we go with the women's round results and round preview. So all the women's come off a bye in round four. So I've been really looking forward to round five. And the first game was Gundy versus South Burnett, all the way out at Gundawindi. So the Saints girls travelled with the Saints men and had to play out at Gundy. Um, Gundy went into this game without a win for 2020, but that all changed because they did get the win here. Uh, after the first quarter, they were up 19 to two. Half time, it was 26 to 10. So, and by the th end of the third quarter, it was 35 to 17. And at the end of the game, congratulations to Gundy, Windy. Gunda Windy. <laughs> Gundy girls, they got the win, 43-25. Uh, goal kickers for Gundy, they had six individual goal kickers. Was Dunn, Ash, Hill, Hill, um, Ash, and Tims. So There's like hills, hills, ashes everywhere in that team, isn't there? Um, South Burnett was Pike, Pogany, and Allison. Um, best on for Gundy was Dunn, Wall, and Fees. And for South Burnett was. Swift, uh, Burrows, and Pogany. Um, just looking here. Yeah, so the Saints girls, oh, like, they must have had oh, one player shorter than Gunder Windy, and that's always nearly expected when you're travelling so far away. Um, but yeah, credit where credit's due, and, and well done to the Hawks girls, or the Hawkettes, I should say. Uh, getting a win at home. Uh, so Gundy, yeah, 2-0 and zero in the men and women's there. Um, so every team in that competition now in the women's has got a win. All four teams have got a win on the board for 2020. So that was Gundy versus South Burnett, 43-25. to 25. So the last game of the round was Toowoomba Tigers versus South Toowoomba. This was at Rockville. This was before the uh, match of the round in the men's, um, the Tigers and the Roos. Um... Oh, this result sort of didn't live up to the first time that they played because the first time that they played, South Toowoomba actually beat the Tigers. Now, the Tigers have gone on and won this 66-2. Poor old Bombers there didn't even get a goal. Uh, they didn't even get a score on the board until the last quarter. Um, quarter time, it was 23-0. Half time, 26 to zero, so it wasn't bad by Bombers. They only hold the Tiger girls to three points in the second quarter. Um, three quarter time, this is where um, Toowoomba, yeah, they put their foot down a little bit here. It was um, 54 to zero, and by the end of the game, obviously, it was 66 to two. So that's a massive win. That's huge win by the Tiger girls, especially on the old boys' day, the past players' day. They would have been singing that song with a lot of gusto, I can only imagine. Um, Toowoomba Tigers, their goal kickers 
Led one multiple goal scorer, and that was Pullinger kicked five. Woo! Five goals in a game, in a short game, just like that, out of nine goals. Well done to Pullinger there. Um, South Toowoomba obviously didn't kick a goal, but uh, best on for the Tiger Girls was Jericho, best on, Gaff, and Tweedale. Regular names there for the girls there at Tigers. And for South Toowoomba, it was Moody, Newman, and Ranford. So, Tiger Girls, who are going, who is going to beat the Tiger Girls? They're going for six premierships in a row. And now they've just sent out a warning to the competition, beating South Toowoomba, who did beat them in round one. I'm pretty sure it was round one. 66-2. That's a 10-goal that's a win there. That's massive, and yeah, this is a bit like in the men's, you know, with Gundy. Um, they both won the premierships, Tiger Girls and Gundawindi in the men's. Who's going to knock them off in 2020? It's starting starting to look like both these teams are going to go back-to-back. But you know what? It's only August, and we're halfway through the season, and anything can happen, so... We'll wait till the end of the year, but at the moment, Toowoomba Tiger girls are looking very, very good. So that was Toowoomba versus South Toowoomba, 66-2. to Here we go with the round six preview for the women's. And the first game of the round is Gundy versus Toowoomba Tiger girls. And this is out at Gundy, 12.50pm, Riddles Oval. So uh, the men's and the women's will be playing out there at Gundy. So this will be another big day for Gundy. Can Gundy and the girls, the Hawkettes, can they go back-to-back and win two on the trot? You just never know, do you? Especially when you're playing at home. Will Toowoomba travel well? I dare say Nev there will get the girls up and about. He has told me when I see him at Rockville there when we mark the lines together that um, you know he's got a lot of he's got a lot of girls on the list there and he's having to leave girls out of the team, uh, which would suck for them. But that's good for the um, for the team, I guess, in general. Um, so um, I will predict that Toowoomba will win this game, but. You just never know what's going to happen on the day, do you? So that's um, Riddles Oval, 12.50pm. And the next game, the last game of the round, and this is probably match of the round in the girls, um, both these teams coming off losses. Um, South Toowoomba versus South Burnett, 12.50pm, Heritage Oval. Uh... What's going to happen here? Both these teams need a win to stay in that sort of top two position, earn themselves a home final. Uh, I know the Saints girls, you know, they they probably put up a bigger fight against Gundy than what South Toowoomba did against Toowoomba, but then Toowoomba is a you know, red-hot team at the moment. So form line, well, I think South Toowoomba might bounce back here and, and get the win over the Saints girls only because it's at home. That's the only thing I can really go off. So, yeah, that's um, South Toowoomba versus South Burnett women's, um, 12.50pm at Heritage Oval. Let's get into the round six preview. So round six sees games at Heritage Oval, Riddles Oval in Gundy, and Rockville Oval in Toowoomba, obviously. Uh, big round this one. We're in the back half of the season now. We're looking forward to moving through to round 10 and then finals. Like I've said, top six play finals. 
uh, oh, there's some teams that need a win here. Um, Warwick do have the bye this week, and they do need a win, so that's going to be hard for them. That just means that they'll get to play out the rest of the year without a bye, so that's good for them. Uh, the first game, though, is South Toowoomba versus Dolby. South Toowoomba coming off the bye. Dolby coming off a hard-fought, gutsy last quarter, come-from-behind win. South Toowoomba, they're up and about. They're second on the ladder. You know, they've, they've obviously recruited well. You know, they've got the leading goal kicker in the competition in Robbie. Uh, they've got some gun midfielders. Uh, look, you'd have to think that um, South Toowoomba are red-hot favourites in this game. But I have played Dolby recently at home here in Rockville, and they put up a really good fight. The, the last few games have had um, Gundy, Coolaroo, um, Warwick, and now South Toowoomba. So, um, you know, that's sort of like the top sort of three and, and four from last year. And South Toowoomba, obviously, second on the ladder now and a better team than last year, and that's very evident. Um, it's no secret. Uh, but I will have to pick South Toowoomba here at home. Um, I would expect that they, you know, they're pushing for that top two spot and they'll be up and about and I dare say they'd get the win here. But, yeah, funny things are happen. Um, so that is 2.30pm, Heritage Oval. The next game, the next game of this round, in round six, is Gundawindi versus Toowoomba Tigers. This is top of the ladder versus bottom of the ladder. Toowoomba Tigers haven't got a win in 2020. They're the only team out of the whole seven that haven't got a win. They come so close last week. What will that do to their confidence? Will it give them confidence? Or will they be bummed out hard by that and now especially beat on bottom of the ladder without a win in 2020? Gundy, do I have to say it every single week? They haven't lost out there since I was bloody three years old. No, it was only a couple of years ago, 2017 maybe. But that's a long time since I haven't lost the home game, Gunda Windy. Red Hot favourites here. I mean, if I was on sports bet or Billy Brownless on points bet, I'd be saying that they're at a dollar two. And Toowoomba Tigers are probably paying about eight, nine, ten dollars. But if Toowoomba Tigers can ride that wave of form from last weekend against Coolaroo, and they sort of take out a team similar to what they had against Coolaroo, does that improve their odds? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, you know, I'm recording here on a Tuesday, so I haven't seen a team sheet. I don't know what's happening down at the Tigers, what sort of team they'll take out the Gunda Windy. I'd like to think that they'll take out a decent team, especially coming off you know such a great game against Coolaroo. But yeah, like I said, you can't you can't look past Gunda Windy at the moment. They're the best team in the competition. I wouldn't say by mile. It'd be by you know, half a mile. <laughs> but, yeah, Gundy, I'll pick Gundy in this one at home. Look, they've got the likes of um, Doolan, Dernan, um, Jackson Allen, you know, their captain in Axe. O'Toole is kicking goals. He's getting in the best. Who's who's going to shut these guys down? A big task for Toowoomba Tigers, so... I mean, good luck to them, but I do tip Gundy, and that is 2.30 p.m. out at Gundy, Riddles Oval. The last game of the round is Coolaroo versus South Burnett. 2.30 p.m., Rockville Oval. Uh, South Burnett, coming off a loss. Uh, 
massive loss actually, is it? That was a big loss against Gundy last week in round five. Coolaroo coming off a, a bit of a tough, brutal win against Tigers. Nailbiter, one point. Ooh, South Burnett, uh, they play really well at home. Are they travelling well this year? You know, they've got a win against Tigers away from home at Rockville, so hopefully that'll give them a bit of confidence coming into this game. Uh, I don't think this is going to be an easy game at all. I predict that South Burnett will travel this game well. You know, it's not out at Gundy. It's only a two-hour trip rather than whatever it is from um, King Arroy to Gundy. I know it's further than Toowoomba, but... Uh, yeah, big game, this one. Coolaroo have the chance to go 4-1. and one. South Burnett, they lose this. They go 2-3. and three. They win it, they go 3-2. and two. So, you know, they actually would love this win. I mean, you want to win every game, don't get me wrong, but in the context of things and we're into the last half of the year, Saints need this win just to stay in touch with that uh, sort of top four, top, you know, three, two and one. Uh, so, but Coolaroo, they win this, you know, they stay in the top three. Just looking at other games, South Toowoomba, you know, if they do beat Dolby, they'll stay second. Gundy win against Tigers, they'll stay top of the ladder. So Coolaroo need this win to stay in the top three. Look, I mean, if Gundy or South Toowoomba want to go and drop a game there, well, then Coolaroo can push up into that top two. Uh, you know, but obviously I don't tip. I'm not going to tip in the Coolaroo game. I'd like to know what you guys think. Um, I do put the polls up in the... Um, for match of the round, which I haven't decided who is match of the round yet. Uh, and I do uh, put polls up in the Facebook stories. So it'd be interesting to see who people tip for this weekend for Coolaroo versus South Burnett and for the other games as well. But yeah, that game is 2.30pm at Rockville Oval. Well, that's it for the weekly show for round six. We've got games at Gundy, Rockville and Heritage. Massive round, this one. We get into this one, we've only got a few games left for the year and things start to pan out. Who's sitting where on the ladder, how finals are starting to shape up, who's going to get home finals. We all know how important that is, not only for home ground advantage, but you know, you get a home final, that means that your club gets the, um, the canine and, and the bar takings and it's good for your club, obviously. So there's a bit to play out here. Look. If you get a chance, there's two games in um, Toowoomba this weekend. You've got games at Rockville and Heritage Oval. Get out and have a look. There's games at Gundy. I mean, yeah, if you're in Gundy, I mean, that's probably what you're doing anyway, isn't it? Going to have a watch of the um, the good old Gundy Hawks there. They're, they're dominant at home. You're always pretty much sure to see a home win the way things going around there. Um, but let me just say this. The way it sits in 2020, one thing I've noticed is that the talent of football players that there is in our competition at the moment is the best that I've seen in a good couple of years. I don't know if it's a short season and other competitions not getting played or other teams that are folded so they're coming to certain teams and whatnot, but the quality of players is through the roof. Uh, look, me as an older fella, it's hard to keep up with these young, good quality players. I mean, I like to think I'm doing my bit for my team, but the way it looks at the moment, I'm fighting for my spot week in, week out, and that's how good is that? That That's great. That's what we want. You don't want to get into a Friday and you've got to sort of phone a friend to come and have a game because you haven't got numbers. By the looks of it and 
Warwick last week with the only 18 plays against Dolby was about the first time I've seen a team without a bench this year. So that's unbelievable. There's been no threat of a walkover this year or forfeit, whatever, whichever way you want to say it. Um, but yeah, I mean, out at Gundy, I mean, you look at the likes of um, Jackson Allen, um, you know, David O'Toole and the likes, Dernan, they're gun footballers, you know, like highest skillful players. I mean, you go south to Wombie, you've got Robbie kicking five, six goals a game. You've got Nolsey firing up in the middle. Uh, you come over to Coolaroo, you know, you've got Sam Copland, you know, he, he's kicking bags on one leg at the moment till his hamstring gets better. You've got Corey Ballot out of the middle. He Absolute gun. Greeny. We all know Greeny in the competition. Leading goal kicker in this competition a few times or one or two, whatever it is. Uh, best and Ferris. You know, you've got Langers. You've got um, out at the Saints. You know, you've got Trace and, and the likes like that. You know, just gun players. Even at Tigers, Dolby, Warwick, Warwick, Ty Clarkson. You know, Bards, Isles. The names just go on and on and on. Uh, Tigers, Jaden Smith, last weekend, played his best game of the year. Fired up out of the middle. You can't catch him. He's about five foot six, but for some reason, no one can catch him. He just gets out of the middle and he runs about 10, 15 metres and just bombs it in and hits a target in the forward line. There is some absolute weapons in our competition. So my whole point of saying of all this is get down and have a watch. I mean, if we could charge on the in, on the gate here in Toowoomba, we'd be making some money because I I do know that this comp is um, this year is the strongest it's looked in a couple of years. So that's a big wrap. Uh, get down and have a look at your team. So before I go, as always, please guys like and share the page, like this video, share it around. That's what it takes. I just want to keep getting the word out. Absolutely loving it. Um, yeah, get down to your local club this weekend. Have a watch. Uh, hope your team gets a win. Uh, you know, hope my team gets a win. And yeah, don't be afraid to drop some comments here and let me know what you think, uh, where you're going this weekend, who you're going to watch, who do you play for, you know, your favourite players. You know, I did mention some names there about um, certain teams with certain players, ones that are worth watching. I mean, everyone's worth watching, don't get me wrong, but the players that I did mention are absolute weapons and um, players that I think could play in higher competition than ours. Um, that's not saying our competition isn't the best, which it is. Go footy on the Darling Downs, absolutely love it. So, guys, until next week, I am Rob, and this is Footy on the Downs, the weekly show.